0: I'm Leah, she's blonde, and she's ginger, I love cocktail, and I love cake. And together we are the feisty female duo on a collaborative mission to bring you Girl About Town adventure, hot gossip, hilarity, exclusive interviews, a dash of tunage, and most importantly, more tea and cake than you can shake a stick at. Join us on the High Tea Cast today for serious discussion, comedy value, and all sorts of cheeky chinwags. Oh, and did we mention tea and cake? It's the podcast that packs a punch over a spot, spot of, of high tea, tea, darling. Welcome, friends. This is episode 2.12 of the High Tea Cars podcast. My name is Sam Sparrow. Uh, my name is Leah Rice. And um,
1: we are uh, on Heart FM now. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> was, that's exactly what I was doing, because I'm a Heart FM voice. Although, although... Fern Cotton has uh, left, is leaving Radio 1 after 10 years. Is she? Yeah. Oh, shit. Where's she going? Nowhere. Like, she's going to have a baby. And, Another know, one? Do, yeah. Oh. She's pregnant with her second child. Where and, have I been? And she's decided, it only came out, like, recently. Oh. And decided to leave Radio 1 after 10 years. So, uh, oh. hiya! I can do the live lounge, and I'd look a bit like Fern Cotton as well. Hey, Radio 1, let us on. We won't do one...
2: Guy one jar. No, I don't want to talk anymore. about
0: that. It's taken me all week <laughs> to get over it and possibly the rest of my life. <gasps> oh, what yes. have you been up to? Oh my God, it's so close to bank holiday. I can nearly I forgot we had smel- a bank holiday.
3: I got oh,
4: Easter.
2: Easter. Oh, shit. Shut so the bud.
0: Shut the bud. Please hire us, radio one.
2: Um, Operation Surprise Brunch.
0: Yes. Got the and done. Uh, so happy birthday, happy twenty sixth birthday to Miss D Baker. Oh, so young. Yeah, but she's not so pleased. <laughs> yeah, now entered late twenties. I'm a couple of months to follow. So I've decided that brunch is the new afternoon tea. Yes, yeah, so have I? Love brunch a brunch is immense, and if Love it can brunch. be accompanied by a bottomless prosecco, you're in the business. And bacon and ba- bottomless bacon. <laughs> Bottomless prosecco and bottomless bacon. Yeah, no one's gonna be all here. Um Um I absolutely love a brunch. So uh I did yeah. I did panic slightly when Daryl then tried to arrange a fucking brunch for the day afterwards uh, for her birthday and I was like, Could we not and trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and because she, she she moaned so much about not always doing anything for her birthday and it being a horrible birthday, so obvi- obviously being a lovely friend that I am, I took that in hand and got the troops together to organise a surprise brunch. And then you fucking came up with that, and I was like... Whose idea was the place? Yours. Yeah, because I'm good idea. I definitely wanted to do a bruise... Bruise? Didn't. That's different. A boozy brunch. I'll do you a bruise right now. You just looked at me, (laughs) nodded (laughs) your head and went, I'll do you. A bruise. (laughs) I would not do you. Yeah, you would. Look at my socks. (laughs) Divine. Just don't put your foot so close to my face. I'll put a jar up my bum. (laughs) <laughs> Enjoy. I and e is out uh, of the road, turn left. Oh my god. Nothing to do with me. Uh, uh you've been in Manchester this week? No, I've been in Manchester staying at the delicious McDonald Hotel. Did you take a swim costume? I did. So when I stayed at the McDonald's Hotel, so the reason we get to stay in nice hotels uh is because we've got charity this perk. charity hook up with them that we get really cheap rates. And when I first stayed there, I didn't know that They had a spa that you could use for free, mm. so I had to dash out to Sports Direct and get one of those fucking hideous speedo. Yeah, you,
5: uh, you wouldn't catch co-
0: Kim K in one of them. No, it was terrible, but it was <clears> worth <throat> it to get in that sauna. How dusty are your brogues? Um, oh, that's Fuck me, then they've been sanded. <laughs> Shall I tell you why they're that <laughs> dusty? Because I haven't worn so I haven't really worn any of those shoes that are there clearly for like <laughs> since my um, entire um, since the floor downstairs got sanded. Oh, there have are. And the dust goes everywhere, <laughs> mm. and I just haven't cleaned those shoes. Yeah, Thank you right. for pointing out to everyone on the podcast that I'm a dirty, bitch. Dirty, dirty, bitch. Dirty. Dirty. Dirty, bitch. Dirty. Yeah, so we're coming up to the end of the month. We've got two weeks left of March. Well, one and a half weeks left of March.
2: Could you get your hands out of your face? <laughs> Why? You, you sat there. And, What's going on? What is this? this?
0: I was just putting my hands,
2: my I hands are itch. cold!
0: I was put my hands between my legs, not, Without not. I have a Brazilian down at I mean, I'm definitely going to cut this out of the podcast, so <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Anyway, it is. Uh, yeah, nearly the
2: end of the month, yeah. Oh, well, it's a week and a half, like.
0: That's March, done then. I know, March has gone by ever so quick. That's and, right So we've got bank holiday. Yeah. Not this weekend, but next weekend. So Hello four sister. day weekend. Weekend. I really want to roast dinner. Uh well, I'm definitely going to get a sun like Easter Sunday roast from my mum, and I'm hoping that someone buys me a hotel chocolate Easter egg, because I've never had Andrew. one before, and I really want one. <coughs> Andrew, Andrew, he's Andrew. not. He's not. Ah, this hints to me then as your wife. And if I get, if I get a one ninety nine Mars bar Easter egg, I'll be lucky. I shouldn't, I shouldn't I think that's quite extravagant I shouldn't if you get a Mars bar you'd be lucky I shouldn't really be having chocolate to be honest I'm on, I'm on the Me old indeed, Cuba but diet
2: I would ignore my own advice there yeah
0: I really want a hotel chocolate easter egg uh, but what I want more importantly is four days off work yeah amazing and hot, hot cross, cross buns I've got hot cross buns in the house at the moment no hot cross buns were my downfall in February I kept buying them and eating two for breakfast and then I was one very what? bloated what are you and to... two, it was like 400 calories a time. What are you trying to say? I had two for my breakfast this morning. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm hello, fine. two and a half thousand do- uh, calories on KFC. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't talk about the 4,000 calorie day anymore. We do. If you go back and listen to episode 2.8, then uh, you can hear all about it. Sorry. I'm going to freeze over it. Sorry, the march free is standby. gone. on Because that means, so April, May, June, July, August. So five months until Reading, six months till America. Oh. Oh. Eight. Two months until Cuba. She always has to have one up on me. Two months till Cuba, book a holiday closer.
2: <laughs> can't. Can't. I can't save free ground can't. in six months. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Sounds like a rude word.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited about Cuba. mm uh, you can not take your speedo swimming costume no why not because it's ugly you are not you can read us daily find us at the
2: something a little bit different for you
0: this week we have got crooked pieces who are talking all about their incredible comedy podcast written by produced by performed by incredible funny women and they've got a wee little kickstarter they'd like to tell you about
1: Everybody, Hello. Uh, um, and thanks, uh, Sam and Leah, for having us on the High Tea Cast. We really love the show, so we're really excited to be guests uh, on this episode. We thought you're probably wondering who we are <laughs> and why we're on the High we Tea Cast. We often wondered that
5: ourselves.
3: You know? <laughs> so I suppose probably the best place to start, Charlie, is is who are Crooked Pieces? Who are Crooked Pieces, indeed, and in their weird, funny name. We set up the company to help female writers, essentially. Um, We'd done a lot of sofa-bound whinging about uh, theatrical inequality and realised that wasn't really having any effect. So thought, well, perhaps if we set up a company that that actually helps women, specifically women writers, um, in terms of developing their work, showcasing their work, we might get somewhere, and that seems to be what's happened. And then the lovely Rachel approached us in 2014 with... That's um, me, by the way. Hello. Yeah, this one here. And uh, approached us with... And then she said a funny thing, and we had a bit of a jig around the kitchen because it was a really good idea, and off we went. So Crooked Pieces are, specifically, they are
1: Bethan and Charlie, mm. uh, two of my favourite people, which is why I kind of wanted Shucks. to talk to them <laughs> <laughs> about uh, about doing this this crazy kind of podcast idea that I had. Yeah, so where we moved on to from that basically was that we wanted to make this comedy podcast that was just women writers, as many as we can involve, so keeping the pieces really, really short. Um, if you've heard our first episodes, you will know that there are many, I think it's 18, like 90 second to, to two minute sketches, yeah, pieces in mm-hmm. it, and it's very funny.
3: We started off with a development workshop, and I think we had, was it 12? Yeah, we it? had 12. 12 writers that we invited to come and do this workshop. It was a lot of fun, and we managed to get some great ideas out of it. And from that point, we thought, well, you know, this is generating some interest. Let's get the word out there. Let's just open up submissions. If these
1: people like it, there'll probably be
3: loads more. Yeah, exactly. So we did that, and people did like it, and (laughs) there were loads more. Um, (laughs) Loads and loads. (laughs) Nearly 600, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, we had Uh, 600 pieces. uh, Which Rachel and I diligently read through, and we read every single piece that came in um, because, you know... You've That's, got to do it. Yeah, yeah do absolutely. Um, we written. owe it to the people that have taken time to, to write work and send it in. And we had and it was all really fun. So yeah, it was. was. Fun. And, you it's know not a bad job. Really. It, well, you know, it's not the worst thing I've ever done. Um, <laughs> sit there laughing my arse off for, for a few hours every evening. And so uh, we had loads of really great material, but we kind of separately picked out the bits that we thought would work for the pilot episode, and off we went. So we recorded the first episode at Omnibus Clapham on... On uh, the 12th, 12th of September. 12th of September, yeah. And it was great. We had a full house, a uh, wonderful audience who all laughed. A lot. A I lot, they really, <laughs> yes. it <they> really gave
1: <laughs> we us didn't, their we laughter. We didn't have Brilliant. to
3: press the laughter can <laughs> <at laughs> any point. of the signs. Yeah. Love, please. Yeah. And it was a really, really fun night. And then we managed to get the podcast out within a couple of weeks. And... And 2,000 people
1: have listened to it. Yeah. Have you had a trip or fall that was completely your fault? Do you want to blame someone to make you feel better? Then simply call You Blame, We Blame, the no-nonsense compensation lawyers with minimal experience and polyester suits. Our group of professionals have months of on approved courses at their fingertips. And over half have actually completed
5: them. Day after day, they're helping people like Shelley. I was walking to work along the high street and I wasn't looking where I was going. Before I knew it, I'd tripped up and fallen to the ground. As a result, I received a third-degree graze to my right knee and I had a little red patch on my arm. My Tesco bean salad went everywhere and I had nothing for lunch. I required two elastoplasts and an egg sandwich because they'd run out of ploughman's at the shop near work. (laughs) I weren't happy. (laughs) Luckily, after ringing, you blame, we blame, I was able to get the help I needed. After court proceedings, costing over £10,000, I was awarded a new pack of plasters and a free boots meal deal from the council. Thank you, you blame, we blame, Forgetting getting me what I deserved.
1: You're welcome, Shelley. Another case solved, so don't
5: delay. Get in an accident today.
1: So, who am I? Why am I going to people to, to, to talk to them about podcast ideas? Basically, I'm a woman... Probably like about fifty percent, maybe more. Maybe more fifty one percent, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty-two percent, yeah. possibly yeah, that's, with IT cost, even higher. Even higher, yes. Yeah, um, and uh yeah, and, and and I went on a bad date once, which um obviously is, is probably even more ones. than fifty two percent. Just the ones. Um with with a guy who, who said the words, girls don't often make me laugh, but you're quite funny. <laughs> well yeah, quite <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But weirdly, the really weird thing about that was that I didn't really react to it in the mm. moment. I didn't really... It didn't strike me as a weird thing to say, which is pretty fucking weird in itself. Yeah. So it took me about 24 hours to realise that I was and should be really angry with it about this. Um, And then I wanted to kind of go back into the bar and start throwing stuff at him. And then I kind of went away and forgot about it and thought, you know, not everybody's like that. And then read The Amazing uh, How to Be a Woman by Katniss Moran, which most of you have also read. I realise I'm not really positioning myself as very unique here. Woman, been on bad date, read
3: How to Be a Woman. Well, that's the point then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this isn't unique is why no. something needs to be
1: done about it. Yeah, so, yeah, basically it's quite ordinary. Mm. And I suppose what I realised from that is that she's really bloody funny. And at a point where loads of people, I think, had, had got to... A place where they were kind of going, oh, feminism. I don't want to be involved with that. It's really serious. Mm. It's not. Very, it's all people, you know, hating men and going on marches, and and I kind of went, ah, she's really funny, and by being really funny, she's getting people to take something seriously, mm. and then I thought about being funny in itself and how often it's kind of cultural. I hate to yes, say, blame yeah. it on society, but um, but it's kind of like women are supposed to be pretty and and men are supposed to compliment them on their looks and and but women are supposed to find a sense of humor attractive in a man yeah. so that's kind of like saying well that's more important for him to have don't you worry you're pretty worried mm-hmm. about it and the comedy industry obviously is is pretty bad for mm. all that you're lucky if you get one woman on a panel show still yeah in 2015 mm. and stuff like that and and how we look at friendships and men's friendships all about banter and Women are supposed to talk to each other about serious stuff. Yes,
3: emotional things. Yeah. Which we do, but emotional things are allowed to be funny as well. Yeah. And in fact, often are.
2: When I say I'm a Christian in a room full of science, I half expect them all to shout, Let's feed her to the lions! But just because I like the god particle, and you'd rather talk about, I don't know, irons, it doesn't mean we can't be friends. We both like to explore what we don't understand We both look for reasons why things don't go as they planned We even both agree that socks and sandals should be banned So why can't we just be friends? I mean, after all, Christians and scientists are quite alike We both state our opinions with conviction But like two types of polymer Put us close together and there's bound to be some friction You might think our relationship is doomed right from the start That science and religion are a million miles apart But try telling that to Mendel Leibniz all Descartes They would say we could be friends Now, some might think I've got an overactive temporal lobe And some might like to cut me up and give my brain a probe And for some of you, just talking to me would require the patience of Job But it doesn't mean we can't be friends I mean, after all, guys, Christians are just like biologists we both look for causes and effects. And Christians are just like physicists because neither of us is having pre or sex. <laughs> now, I see no real reason why we couldn't coincide. Why must our worldviews always clash whenever they collide? Because whoever said you have to lose your mind to find faith. I don't know who it is, but he lied. And I think we could be, I know we should be, I think we could be friends, amen. The venue were quite pleased,
1: and we'll tell you why the venue were quite pleased. Um, and that was mainly because our audience drank their bar dry. Yeah,
3: that we night. smashed their bar tab record, yeah. um, which we were enormously proud of. We
1: were, that was probably the thing we are most proud of. Yeah, And that was the thing that got us invited back. Three couples, 5,000
4: cars At one Mediterranean island In gridlock This is Traffic Island In today's exciting episode Find out what happens when Jill asks Richard If she can change the CD Can I
3: change the
0: CD?
2: Sure
4: Next week on Traffic Island! Will Simon and Jody reach their fuel efficiency targets? Will Jill and Richard get bored of Borry Manilow? And will Sam and will get stabbed by the hitchhiker they just picked up? Find out on next week's swimming instalment of Traffic
1: Island! The brilliant Omnibus have said to us they would like to make this a longer term thing. Um, They'd like to work with us and really develop the podcast and help us offer opportunities to more uh, funny women Mm. and have us back on their wonderful squeaky floor to record our next few episodes. So this is the point in which we really need people's help.
3: Yeah. The point being that we put together the pilots on the goodwill and generosity of many fabulous people who lent time and talent and, you know, efforts to bring the whole thing together, and...
1: We gave them sandwiches. We that was did. They were, they they were sandwiches. Waitrose
3: sandwiches. Just I think they were Sainsbury's
1: sandwiches. I don't think it was as good as Waitrose. But they weren't Asda no as the sandwiches. They weren't Asda the sandwiches. Other that's, brands that's are available, yeah. obviously. Yeah. were well,
3: not on the BBC, it's fine. It? So they weren't Waitrose sandwiches. I think I had a Waitrose sandwich. really bad, oh, it? But Don't say yeah. that on the, on the air. We'll cut that bit. So, anyway, we gave them some coffee as well, and... Uh, <laughs> we made that. Yeah, we we made it. We made it from coffee beans. We ground it with our feet. Um, anyway, I digress. What were we talking
1: about? We were talking about the fact that these people gave their time for sandwiches. Yes, yeah, so
3: these people gave their time for for sandwiches, and obviously a drink at the end of the show, which probably helped the bar record thing. But we don't want to to keep going paying with sandwiches. Basically, we don't want to be a company that takes advantage of. People's goodwill, so because oh, um, they're
1: really good people, yeah, stop wanting to work with
3: us. And absolutely, and you know, with
1: everyone hating us? Which yes, is not yeah, what we we'll want. just end
3: up with a load it's of crap. Not so, out to make people yeah. laugh. So, in order to pay these wonderful people properly, and when you know, when I'm saying these wonderful people, we're not including ourselves, <laughs> even though we <laughs> no, are wonderful, we will um, work for sandwiches. Winter yeah, we, is we are otherwise. sandwiches. Will do, but we do want to be able to pay the performers. <laughs> <laughs> highest as well so we're running the kickstarter it's not a lot of money considering that we can get three episodes out of two and a half grand yeah but i feel that we need to to prove that this is a popular thing and Mm. that we can you know
1: and it's a great way for us to kind of know if you care yeah if this sounds like a good idea to you please give us a few quid if you Uh, don't give starbucks money today if you don't pay them for your coffee exactly starbucks don't make make you laugh laugh. yeah exactly but Mm. we make
3: people Happy, yeah. I'd like to. That's our selling. That is our unique selling point. And we'll, you know, we'll we might give you a coffee. I mean, it will be one of our coffees. We'll make it? it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and that yeah. should be our strap line, We're not Starbucks, but not we th- give people coffee. Yeah, I
3: think that gets everything across in that yeah. one line.
1: Please have a look. We'll, we'll play you a bit of the uh, the advert we made because yeah. um, it's quite
3: funny quite to funny, have a little listen. Yeah.
1: Um, so you, you might enjoy it anyway. Um, so here it is: is our uh, promotional ad for our Kickstarter campaign. Please have a look at kickstarter.com and such for and then she said a funny thing. And if you think it's a good idea, maybe give us a little,
3: a little few quid or yeah. a little tweet. A, a little coffee's tweet be worth best. or a tweet or both. That would be awesome. Or...
1: Now follows a short announcement from the makers of and then she said a funny thing.
3: Sarah struggles to get her thoughts on paper. A wise man once told her that Max worked via telepathy. Turns out he wasn't wise, just a bastard. Rachel is battling writer's block, an aggressive but treatable affliction that affects 88% of easily distracted women. Moronika is addicted to YouTube videos of cats stuck in boxes. It's gotten so bad she's forgotten how to type, and her voice sounds all meowy. Rachel! Oh, Rachel. Bethan has a butternut squash the size of a small child. It has nothing to do with the campaign. Charlotte doesn't even know what time of day it is.
5: Daytime! Daytime. Daytime.
3: At Crooked Pieces, we believe that no writer should have to live a life devoid of meaning. These women deserve a sense of professional identity. Just a small donation will enable us to record their jokes in a sort of modern tape thingy and put them on the airways for all to hear. Your contribution can make a real difference to these women. Donate now and help our great female comedy writers of the future... Charlotte! Crooked Pieces wishes to reassure listeners
1: that no writers were harmed in the recording of this message, except for Charlotte. To help her, or any of the other writers featured in this story, please donate to the And Then She Said A Funny Thing crowdfunding campaign at kickstarter.com now. Thanks, guys, for listening to us, Mm. and thanks to the High Tea Cast for having us on. Yes, Um, thank you. We love the show. Mm. Um, and we love Salmonia, here, so it's uh, it's really it's an honour and a privilege to be to be chatting to you all, um, and hopefully we will speak again soon and maybe see you at some
3: shows later this year. Absolutely. Do you think we need to buy high tea caster sandwich?
1: I think we probably do. I mean, they're into cake, so maybe some Waitrose cake. It's going to be expensive, though. See how much money we make on a Kickstarter.
3: Yeah.
0: wonderful ladies from the crooked pieces podcast you can find them on twitter at crooked pieces and you can hit up itunes for their podcast and then she said a funny thing
5: thank you for downloading streaming however it is that you listen to the not listening podcast i am adam and you are dash and you over there are
4: Bill. you're expecting to hear a promo for the hashtag not podcast but i'm afraid i have to inform you that this won't be happening instead of a promo with annoying sound effects quick jump cuts between name shouty chat and adhd editing that makes this podcast sound a lot better than it actually is i shall be giving it to you straight the hashtag not podcast is a weekly podcast that isn't a podcast that deserves to be in the itunes top 100 or even in the top 1000 we at hashtag not listening thrive on knowing our potential the website www.notlistening.co.uk look around read the blog posts and listen to the podcast that knows its place in the world so download from itunes stitcher spreaker or anywhere else you can get better podcasts from and follow on twitter at barker podcasts the hashtag not listening podcast it's not just a comedy podcast
0: okay so welcome back to our bit of the podcast we are once again finding ourselves in the magical mystery world of skype Skype. we love a skype call i think i think we should do this every sunday morning actually it's quite good fun what do you think yeah i like Um, it it. it's a little catch-up i like it i mean i see you every day but you know (laughs) I mean, why not? Last time we were on Skype, we were talking about ways to kind of be healthier. And I'm not convinced (laughs) that we've made a massive amount of progress on that front, to be honest. No, Um, no, we haven't. I'm trying to do better. I I am. I have, well, I've failed on every on every moment. And I'm now even bigger than I was before. We were just discussing on the podcast, uh, not on the podcast, on the Skype call, uh, that i bought new bras um, because I couldn't, like, keep saying I'm going to slim back into my bras anymore. So I was cutting off my circulation and I've gone up from a 32A to a 36C and my boobs are huge. So if you want big boobs, ladies, and also gentlemen, just eat biscuits and KFC. Yeah, I mean... You it's... get that ass as well, but at least you'll get big boobs. Well, yeah, I mean... I can play the bongos. Compromise. And... No, you can't, I mean, no, you, <laughs> don't have, you don't You can play the face. I found their face. Found their face. Oh, that's so wrong. Anyway, from the very healthy about a month ago, I don't know even when, to the very unhealthy, we thought that this week we would, because we've been putting these tips into action a lot this month, we thought that we would discuss our top tips for getting over a hangover. Over a hangover this is apt I'm hungover I had seven gins last Uh, night I'm still hungover for my birthday genuinely I swear to god this is why I'm so sick your birthday was pretty hardcore to be fair but my step were very very good yeah we haven't talked so basically the last big hangover I had and I would suggest it was the last big hangover you had because you cannot have been more hungover than that night like since no I did think I was going to die that day next day yeah so basically what we did was we created a eight shot pub crawl which we've now turned into a 10 shot pub crawl from our offices to victoria station um and that included two jd and Cokes, four cafe patron shots which is like coffee tequila uh one aftershock why god why don't ever add that i'll never understand why we did that that was four, <laughs> i don't know why we did that one disorono sour and then we went back to leah's had about a shot and a half of rum Straight up run. I think that was the grimmest one. That was awful. And then got into um the club, was a gig, and had a double JD and Coke. So it was about 11 and a half shots. Then we dashed yeah. for an hour and a half, and I was so brave because I was off my tits. Circle pit. Circle pit, a circle pit is a thing I don't generally involve myself in. But I went in and I came out, and my thighs were just black with bruises. Black. I came out and I think I said something like, or I might have even tweeted it that said I needed to chuck away my underwear. That's our drunk it is. <laughs> yes. FYI, I hadn't wet myself, I was just very sweaty. All, all my bodily fluids were suddenly on the outside. <laughs> yeah. It was so, it was rank. so rank. And I had then i to swim it, out of my t shirt. Yeah, I was like holding myself up against. Some wall in the club, and Leah just appeared with two pints of water. And I just downed that, and that is the only way that I didn't get abandoned on a tube somewhere very ill. So basically, we did well, and, and we need the tips because you need to not vomit the black stuff, and I need to be able to get through work without dying. So the next day was probably the worst hangover I had in a long time. And I think that um, the, the, the amount of shots and the fact that I don't actually drink that often, it's not like I drink every day, like a glass of wine with dinner. I'm, I'm a I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. Yeah. And then uh, the fact that I was also like, I'm getting a bit older now and it's scientifically proven that as you get older, it's harder to deal with hangovers. I thought it was about time that we kind of had a routine, a plan mm. to deal with this shit. It should be a plan. So. so what's, you go first. First things first. I'm a realist. Real <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry.
0: Oh, oh, dear. Love that song. Um, <laughs> I think... Um, A lot of the time, that's not technically a hangover cure, but a lot of the time, you have to start prepping when you're actually out. Okay. And nothing makes me wake up fresher after, like, a kind of slightly heavier night on the drink than average than interspersing with water. Even just a half pint. Yeah. If you do that between every drink, um, you keep hydrated and therefore less headache, less sort of. Fairy tongue yeah. in the morning. Well, the like your tongue need to shave. Yeah, I agree with you because the problem with hangovers, the problem that I find most difficult to deal with is the, is the dehydration the next mm. day. I think that is single handedly what makes you so feel worse. And a lot of people. And makes you feel
4: tired. Yeah, and a lot well. of people
0: don't realise that that is the, the key. Yeah. And the problem is, I am a small person and I have a small bladder. Um, yeah. And so interspersing with that much water is difficult. What I tend to do, because I forget with the water, um, because once you're on it, you're on it. And I, we were on this massive bender. And if you're doing rounds as well, yeah. it doesn't work. And if you'd have turned around and said to me at, like, the fifth pub, oh, we'll get some water, I would have punched you in the face. <laughs> that is literally <laughs> how pissed I was. Know. It's not going to happen. Whereas I think my trick to making sure it does happen is drinking a pint of water before I go to sleep. And yeah. Then, oh, and yeah. then filling up a pint and having it next to me throughout yeah. the night because you're never going to get good night's sleep. No. Hydration no. is the key. Although I, um, I, I, do, I do that quite often, but I never, ever end up drinking it. So I feel like I have to, if you do it the, after the first couple of drinks, like yeah. if you're doing the water, then you just sort of get into that rhythm. And as long as you stay out the rounds, also, you have a better chance of feeling better. Preload the water during your day. Yeah. It's a good yeah, plan. To um, um, the other tip that I've had, uh, which is more for festival hangovers, because I don't think in all honesty I could make myself do this at home. What I do every morning when oh, I wake up—they yeah, are grim, right? But they do—they have allowed me after a day and a night of heavy alcohol. Mm. Um, they have allowed me to get back on it for the entirety of the next day. Because at first, you you got no choice. You can't lounge in your tent with a hangover. You got to get right, right back on it. Yeah. Rehydration sachets—you can buy them. They're—they're they're called like the brand name is Diarilite because they yeah. help you with when you have a lot of diarrhea, and you have to rehydrate quickly. Anyway, TMI. But mm-hmm. um, you can just get Boots Own. They're a lot cheaper. Um, do not get the orange flavour because that is the second. See circle of the pack. black currant. Black <laughs> currant is the one. No, it's not. Blackcurrant oh. black currant makes me sick now. Oh really? Like gag, like just straight back up. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't drink them, so I might have to try the orange. Okay. The next time. Yeah, but rehydration sachets. I wouldn't do them at home because that. I think. You're probably an alcoholic if you're doing that in the morning after a night out. But <laughs> festival hangovers, yeah, they are legit. Them. awesome. It's or if it's, not, if not, baraka. Yeah, at least. Also, I've Barocca heard stuff. that I use these American training. They're called nuns. They're N U U N, and they're like a little. Uh, they're like a little tablet, like a Barocca, that you drop yeah. in your water, and they're full of like electrolytes and salt. And you should drink them while you're marathon training, oh. like to, to replace the sweat.
3: So I heard,
0: yeah, Nuns, N-U-U-N. I'll link it in the down bar, right. um, and basically they are really good uh, at rehydrating you, and they actually taste really nice. Maybe we should do them at um, Redding this year. You get pink yeah. lemonade flavor and all kinds of stuff. They're really good. But pink lemonade flavor. Yeah. I want one. I Sorry, really... Rod- Rodney's staring at me through the window, oh. wondering why I won't let him. Um. (laughs) I I didn't really use them very much in marathon training. Maybe that's why I struggled somewhat. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah, I would like to try those, please. Ready? Yeah, let's let's get them in for reading. I'll get a pack in for reading. So the other kind of thing that um, so we've just got like tip number one: hydrate yourself. Mm -hmm. Just a very quick. It's not like a full tip because it's a bit naughty, but like on the side tip around rehydration. Yeah, I tend to have with my breakfast, which makes me the rankest human in the world. But it does work. It's a full fat Coke, no diet coke, it's gotta be full fat. Yeah. Or what I discovered, because I never had the one marathon training, but I had one hanging around after the London Marathon and I I got straight on that. Do you remember we went out on the Thursday after the London Marathon? Again got absolutely shit faced and ended up. Where did B we at... go? We ended up in B at One. We sort of did a pub, we went to the loose box and then at B at One. And Shelley, I came, them, and Shelley came and we were on it and we had we had that really awful mis, misjudged burger McDonald's at uh, Victoria. Right. With um, And obviously I hadn't been drinking for three months because so I've been training. Um, I had a bottle of Lucas yeah, the next morning. And again, that's got the salt in it. Yeah. But I don't suppose it's very good for you because of all the sugar and the E numbers. A bit like that. Well, a bit like a that. Fat Coke. Fat Coke has always been my thing the morning after a hangover. Uh, um, if you're being sick um, during your hangover the next morning, uh, flat Coke or flat lemonade yeah. is very good for stopping that because it neutralises your stomach. Well, let's talk about, so we've done the drink like, mm-hmm. and it's pre and post and I guess the next thing is food, which is also pre and post. So I read an article recently, I think it was on BuzzFeed about the best um, stuff to kind of if it's you're, not uh, bacon, I will end you. No, it's, it's not bacon, apparently. Ah! Instead of, like, when you're on your way home, instead of going for a kebab or KFC, KFC. or
5: <laughs> KFC, whatever,
0: <and> apparently it's <laughs> better to have, like, an actual meal, like, waiting at home, like, with protein, carbs, vegetables, and that will get no, much better <laughs> the next right. day. But I who... do that sometimes if I've cooked... We did that last... That. I remember the last year... Chili. You... Yeah, you cooked me chili. But I also <laughs> had a Subway. Oh yeah, and then I had the chili. Okay, okay. But I this felt alright the next day, so maybe it does work. Yeah, quite, quite. See, yeah, apparently a natural balance meal rather than just a kebab is better. But if you can't manage that, how who can it, cook it, a full meal with like protein, fats, and carbs? I don't you come home on the pit I don't think they were suggesting that you get home and do like lobster thermidor. I think that they suggested that you prepare that. Pre-going out, so it's there waiting and you can fling it in the microwave, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you should put anything in the oven when you come home pissed. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. You definitely shouldn't. I knew it. So, my thing is, like, making sure you've eaten enough during the day. So Because I was really busy at work the day of my birthday, I didn't really eat anything apart from chocolate. And then we pre-loaded, after we'd done all of our drinking, with KFC, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And then we uh didn't eat anything else, and um, the next morning I was horrific. so what I tend to do is uh have like um something- cu- like quite carby during yeah say? yeah helps always damage and then whatever your lunch is followed by fruit yeah, always the one always the one um and also again, barocco in the morning, not the not the I'm picking up a lot of noise.
4: Okay.
0: I can't move because it doesn't go to the bedroom.
4: (laughs) Aye. Were you not in your bedroom last time? Eh? What did you do? Oh (laughs) my god! So where, go? so, where did you go and So, we went to the Hall Arms first. Okay. I, I was sure, right you, you
0: know you come out to all the well?
4: Oh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. i would like to lie. Oh, yeah. sure. it. you oh, to the come up the school. I to get follow. God, Oh my god,
0: and it was so that You feel like have to, like, look at it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um,
4: you no. have two <laughs> um, Grace, does is the internet work in your room? Uh, I think it does, yeah.
0: Because uh, I can't go anywhere else to record this podcast. But. Oh, is that what you're doing
2: oh. now? Oh, sorry. Oh. I told you a minute ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, doing the podcast. Oh, right. Do you mind oh, if I yeah. sit in your room? Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. Solve. Okay, where did we get to? Uh we were talking about food. I was talking about preloading. Sawyer needle. Oh, okay. Well treat. Oh, that's better. Okay. Right. Oh, what was that one? Rodley. <laughs> oh, she's had sex in here. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, God. Like a minute ago. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. sorry. Right, so oh. I'll carry on uh, with. Um, so I'll, I think we've done preloading. So I'll say, uh, I'll start again with. So, what do you eat if you've got a dodgy tummy? Like, what do you eat the morning after? Right, okay. Cool. So, I think like. I've got the whole preloading on the food quite well, but I often find that I really don't fancy breakfast the next morning. Like at least not early. No, it's just a tea. Just a tea for me. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Not coffee. Not coffee. Oh, coffee on a hangover. It seems like it would be a good idea. Yeah, but it's I can't do it. So a good it's strong cup of tea, and then um, I if I like I said like if I have to go into work, I've always been the kind of person. So my post-hangover breakfast has always been, until I got a bit older, a can of fat coke, yeah. a bacon sandwich, yeah. and a packet of salt and vinegar discos. Did you say until you got older? Yeah. Because I can't eat that yeah. now. What, just in the morning? Well, yeah, I could well, eat it. I could eat it when I'm not hungover, but yeah. like I can't stomach that now. Like The fat coke I can, and I do often grab myself a fat coke. But like for example... The morning after this particularly gruesome hangover i didn't eat until about two in the afternoon yeah, uh, yeah. and that was also a bad idea so what i've also heard about breakfast is a bit like what you said about the balanced meal when you get in yeah. it's like balanced before so like eggs for your protein yeah like a poached egg yeah. So yeah the idea of eating that if you're feeling if you're not feeling sick, if eggs you're just feeling dehydrated <laughs> and a bit rubbish, eating is fine. But if you are feeling vomitous, I don't know what you eat. Um, what did you eggs- eat? What did I eat? I think it was probably just like buttered toast or something. Like, yeah. at least a little bit of carb. Tea, if you're being... dry and like... Yeah. And if you're being... Something soaky yuppie. Um, <laughs> like and if... a sponge. Yeah. If you're being sick, um, do the flat coat thing. Yeah, that's a really good flat idea. Coat or flat le- flat lemonade, because I, I think like flat lemonade neutralises to... acid. Yeah, flat lemonade has cool. been like a big thing in my family. If you've got a tummy bug, yeah, flat lemonade yeah. and plain brown rice. Yep, is the one that is the one. Um, and then I think, do you know what actually does work for me? Breakfast in like courses. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so like to kind of get over the first hurdle. Yeah, do a tea. And, like some butter toast. Yeah. And then after that might do like a bit of cereal or maybe something cooked or um maybe yogurt and granola though I'm oh. not convinced that's a good idea if it's that bad. Um and then some fruit. And I like, just do it slowly throughout the morning, spread out breakfast little at a time. Um and that kind of at least you're constantly eating and there's a constant kind of supply of energy. Yeah. Um and then you gradually get full up without eating a massive meal all at once and then going, oh, no, yeah. awful. That's a good idea. So, what do you do? We've done drink, we've done food. What mm-hmm. do you do? Because I, I, can't, I, I, you know that I'm actually terrified of being sick. Like, I, I'm genuinely really scared. Um, yeah. And so I hate it, it makes me cry. I know that no one likes vomiting, but I have a like, um, serious fear around it. Yeah, um, and I've always been quite good at not vomiting with drinks. Yeah. Like it's never been my thing, uh, uh, and it was definitely my thing. Like I think I vomited about seven times. Yeah. And the vomit was black because of the cafe patron and the blackberry well, was... aftershock. So that was grim yeah. as hell. So what you? I think you have slightly more experience at dealing with post-drink vomit than I do. Uh, so mm. how do you get through it? Is it just better out than in, and just deal with yeah. that shit? On more than one occasion, I've just made myself sick because I couldn't deal with it. Oh, God, really? Yeah, it's so much better. Once it's done, it's done. You just go, fingers down, throat. Oh, no way. I could never do that because I'm so scared of the act of vomiting. But it's so much better just to get it out and then you can just start again. It's like... It's the, worst thing I've ever heard. It's, it's the same concept as, you know when you're doing your makeup and it starts to go really wrong and it's like, oh god, this has gone blobby, this is smudged, and then in the end it's just like, there's no point in patching this up, start again, just start again. It's the same no, as that. No, it's not, no, it's not. It is. it is eat, not. Listen, is. do not do what she's saying, if you're <laughs> no. it's
2: fucking wrong. No. fucking
0: worst I, thing I've ever had I feel better just to like get rid of the feeling that I might be sick by just being sick and going, yeah what you got now? Nothing. I've disarmed you, Belly. No. I've disarmed you. There's okay. nothing in there. So basically, what we're saying is the tip on din with sick is just, just get on with it. Yeah. Get on with it. And more awful you. And you're going you're to cry a bit because it makes your eyes stream. But after that, just wash your hands. And brush, uh, your, face, brush your fucking teeth. Brush your fucking teeth. Um, if you're in the bar still. Whoa! okay, because I, <laughs> I have not had recent experience of that. I've had a lot of experience of that. Not recent. No, not recent, to be fair. You've not done that since the first night we went out. Oh, yeah, I have. Have you? Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, well, that's so grim. That is, that is so grim. But if you're in that place, you're either going to ruin the rest of your night by just letting that feeling continue on, or... You need to put an end to it, and that is how you put the end to it quickly. Then you can just get on with it. No, yeah, but I can't. It does feel so, much better. Yeah, I know, but I'm so scared of being sick that if I was sick in the toilet at a pub or a bar, I would literally curl up and have to spend 45 minutes crying, and then That's... go, and then I'd go home. <laughs>
2: like, I, I hate just it so on. much.
0: I think that we've been out more times than you realise, and I've just gone, vommed, and then carried on. <laughs> Did <laughs> I mean, you do that? Did you do that while we were out? Last week? I mean, not. No, 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 no. Like, literally, I haven't done it in probably about a year. Oh but...
4: my god!
0: Yeah, I think it's happened more times than you realise. <laughs> you are, uh, Phil. Well, it's better than just walking around with a belly full of potential. One it.
2: Oh, that is great.
0: Okay, <laughs> um, I think I have one final tip. Because, okay. Well, hangovers are shit, right? Yeah. So, this is kind of a number of little things into one. Basically, okay. plan your nights out well. So, If you're getting to my age, right, you know that if you are doing a 10-shot pub call, which when you get to your early 30s, you probably shouldn't do. But if you're doing it, if you're doing it, you should plan that you do not have to be anywhere else. Because if you're going to spend a day doing vomiting seven times, it should really be in the comfort of your own home. You shouldn't have to get on a tube or, you know. Oh, never travel. Never, ever, ever. Yeah, never travel if you're feeling vomity. So if you're like, in terms of, I guess I would round these tips up as like self-care for hangovers, right? If you haven't done any of the previous tips, or you have, and you're still feeling like proper shit, number one, ensure you planned your day so you do not have to go to work or you do not have to go and see family. Yeah, they are the, the two things you should not have to do so that you can lie in and you can nap. So I find, because I'm so dehydrated, I'm so tired, so you yeah. want to nap, nap, nap. The other yeah. thing about hangovers is I feel dirty because you're sweaty and you don't smell good, right? Okay. I don't care what anyone says. You smell bad. You're just using whatever you ate and drank it's in awful. the last 24 hours. So but... I tend to, my kind of, what well, I did, um, and this is all before I started vomiting, Because so I thought, yes, I've got away with it. So I had a nice bath with luxury bath products and then I had a shower and washed my hair. What? Yeah. And I then had a cup of tea. And way uh, brighter, right? Yeah, and I felt freaking awesome. But then my hangover had like a second coming, which I yeah. often find happens now. Again, now I'm older, like when I was 21 or at uni, that never happened. If I was good to go in the morning, I was good to go. Whereas it probably takes my body a little bit longer to process the alcohol through my liver, yeah. And then it turned around and went hiya Guess who's back? Oh. Back again. So, oh. your friends. Uh, So it got to about midday and I, the vomit started. And basically, the only saving grace was that I'd done my, like, self-care routine. So I was vomiting, but at least I didn't smell, wasn't sweaty, was nice and clean and properly hydrated. Yeah. And so what I did, you know, and this is the ultimate in self-care, I let it happen. I put uh, Mockingjay on my laptop. yeah. So that whilst I was vomiting in the bathroom, because I just camped out there for about while four you hours, were vomiting, Jennifer I, Lawrence was wielding a bow and arrow, <laughs> so I could feel funny. badass. Yeah, so I was watching Catnip, <laughs> so it made me feel strong and like, and then and I had a duvet, so I was like lying, sort of lounging on the bathroom floor. Because what's the point? I mean, I don't have a downstairs bathroom anymore, which I have to say, my downstairs bathroom, as much as I used to complain about it, was ultimate in in things like this. So instead, I took all of my shit, I lit a nice candle, this is so middle class. I took my duvet into the bathroom, I lounged. That is disgusting. I had catniss, a candle, and because I was there for about four or five hours, there's no point in me moving because I kept vomiting for that amount of time. Four hours? Yeah, just lounging. And I napped a bit. Oh. I napped a bit, and like I had my bathroom oh, door that's open. Weird. So, I napped a bit, like lying down, sort of half in the bathroom, half like on the floor of the landing. Uh, land you know, I've got like really nice soft carpet. Yeah. So, I just got comfy, which is basically what I did when I had um, norovirus like quite a few years ago. I created a bed oh. on my bathroom floor. Oh. That's so rank. And then after I'd finished, oh. I had another it's shower. Bad. Yeah. And that's self care. Like, I think like sometimes you've just got to give in. Yeah, there was lots of things I wanted to do on that day off, like after my birthday, and I just had to give in, particularly because I had to go and see family Yeah. my birthday at six o'clock. No, eight o'clock that night, oh. and I also wasn't keen that I wanted Andrew to see me in that state. No, 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 no. Uh, so oh, and you really, you really did just let the hangover take hold, didn't you? I let it. I just let it happen oh. to be honest, and then by the time it got to about six o'clock in the evening, I was fine. Oh, good. That was fine. Um, yeah. Well, that is the most upsetting hangover I've ever heard of. Oh. oh, come on. Oh. Like, I've had worse hangovers at Reading, and there's nothing you can do. There is no self care option available, and you do not want to vomit, because where are you going to be vomiting at a festival? In your campsite. Well, inside the tent. Well, yeah. In your tent. Well, yeah, because you're never going to go to a long drop no. to vomit. I would yeah. just take myself off. You would never know where I was vomiting. And then I'd probably text you and ask you to come and retrieve me because I'm, I'd be so upset that I'll make a request. I have a request if that happens. We don't have separate rooms because we are going balls out this year. It's the last wedding. Balls out. Do not vomit in my tent, Leah, because we're in the same bedroom bit. No, I'm not going to vomit in your tent, but I do have a request. If you're going to take yourself off to throw up somewhere, could you please not do it near the water supply? (laughs) Oh (laughs) God, as if I would. I'm just checking. If we can just spread spread that message out there, if any of you, any of you listening, if any of you are going to take yourself off at a festival and be sick, could you not make it near the water supply? No one needs that. No, no one, one needs that. I like when I see boys kissing, like, near the water. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so <laughs> grim. Uh, no, I think what we'll do is we'll create a little bit near the campsite, like, because we've got, well, the thing is, if I'm going to vomit, right, it's going to be before any of you fuckers are up. We're definitely gonna get like in our little campsite area, we're gonna get like a um maybe we need a separate tent for vomiting purposes. Like a mini no. tent tent. No. That might be screwed too much. That's it. that's that's we don't have to get that tent though, that's just a nearby teenager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, going to the sixteen year old's tent and vomit in it. Payback. Payback for being such a loud little bastard. So basically, what we're saying is, we don't really have any hard and fast tips for dealing with a hangover. We're I don't pretty, think there can be. Bad at it. We're pretty bad at it. There's the scientific ones, and there's the ones that you can realistically do, and then there's the weird shit that you do. Yeah, <laughs> the Bathroom floor out. for the day. <laughs> you've got to do it. You've got to do it. I'd rather yeah. that than have to keep running up and downstairs. Yeah, fair enough. So basically, what we're saying is, or just do a purge while you're out. No, that's... So wrong.
4: It's so great. Treat us
0: using the hashtag HTCHangovers yep. with how you deal with your hangovers. For me, bed and bacon. Yeah, bed and bacon is probably first choice. Bed and bacon is the way forward. <laughs> and being 10 years younger. That too.
5: Become a fan of the high
0: tea cast. Just search for us on Facebook. Oh, lads, this is it for today. This is it. And I bet the you're week. sad. Well, sad. But we're back next Monday. Yeah. It's just a tomorrow. You'll be all right. It's like a weekly thing. It's what we do. <laughs> it's almost like the podcast comes out every Monday. Every Monday. It's readily Shechia. available. And there's a back you... catalogue as well. Yeah. For those of you, I'd like to know how many of you are, like, up at 6am and waiting for us. I mean, no one. <laughs> Mark. Who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three cookies, Mark. I reckon. Well, he always listens Durek, to. Do you reckon he sits there pressing refresh? Yeah. On the f- He sets his alarm for yeah, quarter rip-manding. to six yep. just so he can get ready and then F5s it. Like,
2: refresh, refresh, refresh. f Five, yeah, like when you refresh your internet. Alright, Microsoft. Alright.
0: Yeah, that's what I reckon he's doing. But if yeah. you if you are a Monday morning commute listener, give us a high five on Twitter at the High Tea Cast. Oh uh, yeah, please do. And if you really do want to hear more from us on the other days of the week, you can find all our writings, the rest of our team, at the tea uk. I'd also like you to follow us on Instagram. <laughs> We've got some I'd also like uh, because we've got some great pics on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, it's all good.
2: Video it's, soon.
0: Yeah, video Instagram video. Uh, so it's the high... It's instagram.com forward slash the high tea cast. Just search for the high tea cast on Instagram. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. You'll get there eventually. Oh, that was a long-winded f- way of saying we're on Instagram. Have a look. We're on Instagram. <laughs> Check us out. Um, we're obviously not going to leave you. Before we do our play of the day, play of the day. I've got a good one. I've All got right. a good question for you. Go on then. Okay. What will I bring back in time to convince people that I am a powerful wizard? Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Do we oh, get a do. go there? Do <laughs> do 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 Oh no! Oh, okay. Oh do, god. Do 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 do. Oh god, there's big to get, choice three. We need to get like an actual like any musicians out there. If you want to play if you want to give us a little ditty, um, yeah, we'll play to, to play whilst Leah's making up her mind, that'll be awesome. Uh, but until then, about the vaccines. I like my telephone. My ma, 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 my my tele. No, you don't sing. Choose. I'm trying. I'm trying. What well, can you read the question again, please? This is a difficult one. What will I bring back in time to convince people that I'm a powerful wizard?
5: You're a wizard, Harry.
0: I've made my choice. So it was really hard. I might have to tell you the other options at the end. Okay. So, what will I bring back in time to convince people that I'm a powerful wizard? I can't say that <laughs> it's not Madeleine McCann so you know
2: it's it no worse than that
0: oh well I guess it's not quite as racist as maybe it could be uh, what will I bring back in time to convince people that I'm a powerful wizard white people well now, done Leah that was almost the BMP or <laughs> no passive
1: aggressive post-it notes
0: <laughs> that one <laughs> that's the play that's the no. play of the day What will you bring back in time to convince people that you're a
1: powerful wizard? Tweet us!